Episode 42 of Podcast. Neil and Mike back for another week. And there are sometimes, honestly, I am just in awe of how quickly some science just moves along so quickly. Um, I don't know if you've read the news this week, but the manufacturer, uh, pharmaceutical manufacturer Merck, um, has now this is science by press release there hasn't been the full study put out yet but they announced that they have the first uh pill form antiviral to help with COVID-19 okay now this pill apparently it doesn't it's not a preventative medicine okay it's to help you if you are like if you get COVID-19 okay it won't stop you from getting COVID-19. It'll just make it better. It makes it so that you have a better chance of having less symptoms. And according to the press release, a 50% chance, a 50% less chance of dying. Okay. So what they did was they did a study. It was originally supposed to be 1,500 people. And they had to, for the sake of expediency, uh, look for volunteers that were not going to be vaccinated. Okay. And they were doing studies that had like half of that 1,500 people were going to get the placebo. The other half were going to get this drug. The scientists had no idea which people were getting which. Okay. Uh, But there was a group that was overlooking the control of this. Sure. At one point, and this is not uncommon in these types of blind experiments, the group overlooking the control of this said, you know what, we have to stop here when they got to 775. But like, if we could continue on, but it would be unethical, there's a clear difference. And here's what it is. So if I remember hearing about this correctly, um, of the people that got the placebo, there was like 14 people that ended up in hospital, something like that. And I okay. forget how many people died. Okay. But of the people that got this drug after they were diagnosed with COVID, only seven ended up in hospital after taking a course of this drug, and none of them died. So obviously, once the full report comes out, this is great. It's not going to prevent you from catching COVID. And the thing is, 50% sounds impressive, but it's still not nearly as impressive as the numbers of getting frigging vaccinated. Yeah, it's true. But at least it's another tool in the arsenal, right, to to fight COVID-19. The other story that came out this week, it's a bit of a weird one science-wise, but there was a story that came out. I forget which country it was from. but there was a baby that was born without eyelids. So they did this surgery and what they ended up doing, the baby, uh, the parents had the baby circumcised. Now, opinions on circumcision to yourself, so be it. Um, but the parents ended up having the baby circumcised and they used the foreskin to form eyelids for the kid. Um, Best case scenario now, they've, the doctors figured the kid's going to be cockeyed, but. That was a mighty fine. You, you took the long way around to get to there. I really did. You really did. But we have to talk about that drug because it really is big news. I a, I'm pressed of the dedication because I was I, I was pseudo waiting for the because you went in. Oh, yeah. You went in hard. I went in hard. You went in hard. Hard. Uh, you went in hard. <laughs> and I was I was expecting the to come up at some point. And it did. Not where I expected. Not where you expected. No, that's what she said. However, um, there's still an opportunity to to kind of push this bit forward. Yeah, there is definitely. Um, that that drug that Merck is developing. Yeah. 
there is already a fairly similar drug that's in the market. It's the same one that Trump was administered when he had COVID. The issue right. with that one is it's strictly via IV. Right. So it's not nearly as convenient as just taking a few pills a few times a day. Got it. So this could be a game changer. Um, I would hate to find out how much this pill is going to cost. Um, but if you had stock in this pharmaceutical company before this announcement, good for you. I would say. Yeah. So I would say. So yeah, there's that news. How's your week yeah. been? You know what? Week's actually been pretty decent. Um, I've been very focused lately on balance. Balance between like work and with life. And I think especially like with the idea of working from home, it's very hard to find that separation. Like, yeah, I, I have like, I'm very fortunate to have like a dedicated office space where I, we do this and this is where I work all day too. Um, but try not to bring that upstairs. Like I like, yeah. it's like, it's trying not to be work, but it is, it, it is inherently work because mm-hmm. I work for myself and even Kim, like Kim works for herself as well. So like we bring work into our conversations because that's the life we both live. Um, but no, it's been a really good week. Kim's really, uh, Kim's got, I don't, uh, Kim's got this like really crazy focus on her business right now and like how she's scaling it, which is really exciting to see. Nice. Um, yeah. And even just work wise for me, it's just been, it's been steady. So I like, I, I literally can't complain at all. I wish I could, but I can't. <laughs> I mean, you, you could make something <laughs> up if you wanted. I could, but I'm not going to. It could be a total first world problem. Because you know what? When when uh, when you've had shit weeks and you have good weeks, you really appreciate it. Oh, for sure. I know and exactly been, what you mean. And there's been a few days this week where, like, I got through today, and it's just like, you know what? That was fucking awesome. Yeah. Like, not even that. Like, it's not even about the work I accomplished or the things that I did. It's just like sometimes, honestly, it's just getting through today. And getting through like the barriers you put up in your own mind about like what's going to stop you from enjoying yourself today. Yeah. And without any major mental, I don't want to say issues, but without those usual blocks, like you said, that you set up for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I know what you mean. I, uh, I'm having, I don't want to say the opposite week, but I'm, I'm definitely on the other end of that spectrum this week. Okay. Um, definitely a tougher week, not the worst week, but definitely a tougher week. Um, so I will be very glad when the weekend is here and I get to cook a giant ass Turkey that I had no intention of buying. (laughs) I want to hear about this. Like one usually does not buy a giant ass Turkey unless you're feeding a giant ass group of people. Now I don't know what the indoor the indoor regulations are like in Saskatchewan, but in Ontario it's 25 people and less. What? Regulations? We don't need no stinking regulations. Well, I know you guys have decided that COVID is done. Yeah. And COVID doesn't exist in Saskatchewan. What the no. hell are you thinking? No. In Ontario it's still a thing where you can <sighs> only have up to 25 people inside. So I'm just asking if you're getting a big ass turkey, yes. Are you planning on having a few folks over? Yes, we are. It was a last nice. minute decision. Um, nice. So my father in law is coming up, nice. my sister in law is coming up, and with my sister in law uh, are coming the three kids, and yep. I believe uh, one of the significant others. So that's awesome. So all in all, if I remember correctly, there's going to be eight of us in total. Yep. And so you're cooking the bird. I usually cook the bird. I look forward to cooking the bird. Now, do you put pressure on yourself to cook such bird? Usually no. Okay. Because I only cook like one a year. I'm not a big turkey fan. 
a lot of people are not a big turkey fan. No, I would much rather like do like a decent sized ham or, you know, whatever. Yep. Um, but so for this one, because it was last minute and it's so close now to yep. Thanksgiving. Yep. Turkey selection was slim tickets. Yeah, no doubt. So uh, with with my wife being celiac. My wife. Thank you. I paused for that. Uh, <laughs> the only selections that were available at our local grocery store were ones that were already stuffed, which is not really an option. Yep. Or ones that were somewhere between 15 to 19 pounds. That's a big bird. That's a big bird. So I, I ended up with one that was just over 18 pounds. So that's a lot of friggin' turkey for eight people. So you're going to have some leftovers, which oh, is not a God. bad thing. No. And I realized like by the time, you know, obviously the bones and all that, that weight includes that. So I don't think there'll be a ton of leftovers. Yeah. So, but yeah, that's going to be Sunday. What do you got going on for Thanksgiving? We have uh, a, we have two family gatherings happening this weekend. So nice. on Saturday, we're heading over to Kim's cousin's place just up the road. I always say eight minutes because we've timed it. Like they literally <laughs> live eight minutes away from us. Okay. Uh, we're going to their place for the afternoon. We're going to smoke a turkey and smoke a ham. Nice. So doing double, which is yeah. awesome. Well, if you're going to do it. Yeah, you got to do it. I mean, if you you're firing up it. the smoker anyway, yeah. Yeah, you got to do it. Uh, so that's what we're doing on Saturday, which usually leads to having a couple of drinks and relaxing outside by the lake and just very awesome. I can't yeah. complain. Sunday, uh, going to go to my folks' place out in Peterborough. Um, going to the Peter Batch. Going to the Peter Batch. <laughs> um, and I think my brother will be there, which would be great because I haven't seen my brother in probably a few months. Nice. Which is which will be good. But yeah, my uh whenever we do like the dual Thanksgivings between families, um, my parents are great. Where they're just like, Are you guys having turkey for your for, for like the first dinner? Yes. Okay, great. We're not gonna have turkey for the second dinner. We'll have like my mom will make like ribs. And this is like, oh ha 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 ha. Yeah, Just, totally. I, That's great. Yeah, yes. Thanksgiving ribs, I'm very happy with. No problem. Like, awesome. So, yeah, no, that's that's the that's the weekend coming up for us. And uh yeah, just kind of looking forward to a little downtime more than yeah, anything. Same here. More than and uh as yeah, and as it worked out, the uh the kid back on the east coast is spending Thanksgiving with the grandparents. Nice. Yes. And they're going out to rural Newfoundland to go spend it with one of my aunts that's living out there. So it's going to be a pretty good weekend out there too. So for them. Yeah, it should be pretty awesome. First chance for, for the kid to really spend some time off campus since school started, like a significant amount of time. And get some extended family time too. And see, uh, just, I, you know, it's, I don't know if I brought this up a few, a few months ago. I haven't continued it. Um, I signed up for Ancestry.ca mm. or Ancestry.com, whatever you want to call it. And it was because my, my parents were talking about like some very distant cousins of theirs coming to visit and stuff like that. I'm like, it'd be really interesting just to kind of see the scope of my family tree, like for both my parents' sides. It's really fucking cool, man. <laughs> and I say all this because, like, so much of my dad's side of the family is yeah. from Newfoundland. Oh, yeah. I believe And it. I've never been. And I literally have, like, second and third aunts and uncles there that if I were to walk up to there and say, I'm Murray McFarland's son, like, come on in. Like, you know which part of the island they're in right now? I don't know. You got to do know. a little bit of research like, on that. I got like, and that, so I'm, I'm kind of stoked about that. Like, and so like when I hear you guys talking about being like from the East coast and like you growing up in the East coast, it's just like, damn it. Like I've got so much family history there 
that I've never, I've never dove in to appreciate. Once the whole like COVID thing is, I'm not going to say over, but in, in control, better control. And you have the chance you and the family definitely need to go and do like the whole Newfoundland and Maritimes road trip. Uh, I, yes, that needs to be a thing. Rent an RV and just go. (laughs) The really cool thing too. We were, we were having dinner a couple nights ago and Carrie, my daughter, for those who are listening for that one person who is listening for the first time. Hi listener. (laughs) Hi listener. Um, Talk about wanting to go to Scotland. Oh, it's so awesome. I, and Kim and I have been to Scotland. Yes. And like my, a lot of my heritage is, is from Scotland. Um, and Carrie started talking about that. So when she started talking about going to Scotland and, and seeing all the heritage there, um, we could kind of double dip and do some heritage for Kim as well. Cause I think she's got some Irish roots there too. Yeah. It got me thinking like, I've got all this East coast roots. And like, I've just, I've never, I've just never put time into fully appreciating it or fully like just embrace, not not even embracing it, just fully like acknowledging it, I guess is the right term. Yeah, I get it. It, It's, it's interesting though, because I mean, unless they've gotten rid of it, WestJet used to have a direct flight from St. John's to Dublin. Interesting. So you could theoretically do the Newfoundland thing for a little bit and then go to Dublin and then that would be wild. Take a Ryanair flight from Dublin over to say Edinburgh or Glasgow and go from there. Yeah. I know. I think Kim's also got a lot of family from German heritage as well. Okay. There's anyway, there's so much opportunity and I just, I keep just really fully appreciating how much like your, uh, how much your kid is getting to, like see all that not just for like for the first time really and get the experience that like seeing other family like going to thanksgiving for like at another family's house and stuff yeah. like that just it's super cool man oh super for sure cool. and uh, i really the fact that you know two weeks ago the kid was able to call up a friend of the family uh that i've known since i was like oh gotta be five years old <laughs> um to take them out and run some errands. Yeah. Cause we're like, we're, we're still in touch. So the, the fact that that connection is still there is awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Right? So, so cool. um, I, I'm not sure which area of Scotland you guys hung out mostly in. Uh, like kind of like that Glasgow or Edinburgh area. Edinburgh. We yeah. like right down, like right downtown Edinburgh or like, I don't know if you call it downtown, but like on the Royal mile. Uh, not, no, we were just, we were south of the Royal, I think south of the Royal mile. Yeah. Um, but we could walk to it from where we were staying with Kim's brother and, uh, and wife at the time, uh, right back when we first started dating, which is an interesting exercise in itself. Oh, heck yeah. (laughs) No, we, we rented when we went, we rented an apartment, a two bedroom apartment for the three of us and uh it was we were 10 minute walk away from the university yeah and 15 minutes not even down the hill from the castle on the royal mile so it worked out great it was such a great location and if we were ever to retire overseas ron and i agreed that's where we would go um just incredible like the architecture and just like how like just the vibe has been like yeah the vibe that's the perfect experience that's the perfect word for it it's just yeah the vibe is and then raising on it oh yeah and then uh when we were in i mean we we really fell in love with ireland too but we took the and did a day trip to go to uh the area of ireland where my maternal grandfather's side of the family is from yep and it's a community called uh, Waterford, and yep. they're they're most notably known for their crystal. Huh? Um, but it is like the coolest looking 
community. <laughs> like that stereotypical, like if you if you happen to Google it and do like a little bit of a like an online tour, like Google Maps type thing of Waterford, you'll see what yeah. I mean. Okay. It's pretty awesome. I have a question for you though. Going back to Thanksgiving. Let's hear it. What are given the fact that you know you could care less about turkey, but what okay. are your must-haves for Thanksgiving for dinner? Ooh. So I always like I flip-flop on the meat. <laughs> yeah, I'm not even gonna say anything because yeah, that's that's a total audio clip that I might have to snag out later and say I know what she said. <laughs> um okay, so I'm yeah. Like if it's turkey, great. If it's ham, great. If it's something else, great. Like I'm not. You're not I'm picky not, about the protein. No, I'm not picky about the protein, and I'm not picky about like the the accoutrement per se. Okay. Um, I think more than anything, it's it's about the feel. I don't like that's. I know that's very kind of vague. But, like, the meal itself could be whatever. Like, if there's stuffing, if there's no stuffing, if there's turkey, if there's ham, if there's chicken, like, that really doesn't matter. But I think it's, like, it's the act of getting together as a family in the fall. Like, that's the thing that I really kind of resonate with. Okay. Fair enough. Which is, I know, kind of weird. No, Um, I get it. There are some very, like, on my mom's side of the family, there are some... Like, there are some food traditions that, like, are always there. So, like, have you ever heard of rice potatoes? Oh, yeah. So, rice potatoes are a very big thing on my mom's side of the family. Which, for the longest time, Kim was just like, why would you rice a potato? You literally take all the moisture out of it. Why are you doing that? And it's totally true oh i get it yeah totally it doesn't do anything for the flavor of a potato but it's just like you have rice potatoes as a side and then like you pour butter and gravy on it so it gets all soft and everything anyway yeah um like things like that are not the tradition i guess they're kind of traditions but the things that i think about when i think about thanksgiving is again it's not about the meal it's about things like uh like rice potatoes or just like the fact that it's in the fall i don't know it's weird i've i haven't attached it to food which i i find very strange in itself i mean it's a little odd but i get where you're going with it for sure um i guess is there a dessert in particular that you look forward to as well i know like in terms of the main there isn't really anything but is there a specific dessert you're looking forward to Mm. no usually i would say it's pumpkin pie okay Um, i think that's the pretty normal thing or like an apple crisp apple it's a good one yeah that's a good call like a fucking apple crisp it's fucking delicious yeah um but yeah like it's i'm i'm indifferent I think usually by the time that dessert served after a Thanksgiving meal, I'm pretty full. Fair enough. <laughs> no, and honestly, for me, I'm, I mean, I get what you're saying and I can't disagree with any of it, but there are a few food items I, I need to have. What are at a Thanksgiving? Like, let's hear it. I need to have like Newfoundland dressing. What's Newfoundland dressing? It's kind of like stuffing. Okay. But it's a little different. Now, I don't do, I don't put the dressing in, say, the turkey. Like okay. I do mine in a small dish and put it in the oven. So you can okay. do it regardless of the protein. Okay. <laughs> but this dressing is usually a lot more straightforward. It's usually instead of like the, the chunks of bread for yep. the stuffing, this is almost like bread crumbs. Okay. Instead of like, sage or whatever yeah, else yeah. you put in there i i get where you're going i get where you're going it's savory okay you usually get some really fine cut up onions in there some butter some chicken broth something like that to kind of bring okay. it all together 
you put that in the dish, you let it bake off. And then when you, you know, scoop it out on your plate, you get the same idea as the stuffing where it's nice and, you know, moist and all that same idea, but different taste profile, different texture overall. Fantastic. Okay. Cranberry sauce. That's a divisive one. Okay. I know a lot of people don't like it. Yep. But I don't care if it's the homemade stuff or the stuff that comes in the can. It's one of my favorites. I got to have it for sure. And on that note, we're going to take a break. When we come right back, we're going to play our Name That Tune game again. We'll be right back. We are back from break and after some technical difficulties on my side, we're ready to go with this whole like game of ours again that we're doing. So we still need to come up with a name with a name for it. Maybe we should leave that to the listener. There's gotta be something. Like there's like I don't wanna like it's not like I know like TNT is like is it lyric or lie? Yeah. We don't but like, we're we don't not doing that like though. That. But it's just like, it's like name that tune, but I just want it to be something different. Well, exactly. Cause it's not quite named that tune. No. Right. It's, it's something a little bit different. It's a little harder to just do it by the lyrics. Yeah. So it's not quite fair to call it that. So I right. know what you mean. Maybe one, well, I say one of like, there's more than one. Maybe the listener will come up with something. Perhaps. Where Perhaps. do you think our listener is? Who do I think they are? No, not who, where? Like, if you had to pick a Canadian, like, community, like, I want to think that they're, like, it's, like, Flin Flon. For me, I, like, I picture Northern Ontario. Okay. Some lonely but, person in the middle of, like, head smashed in Buffalo Jump that's just, you know. Yeah, like, yeah, like, they, yeah, something like that. I, okay. That's... Yeah, and very fortunate to have said listener who lives in such place listen to our little shitty show. Listener, if you're in Kamloops, I hope we have your permission to just call you Loops. Yeah. Or Loopy. We're going to do that. There you go. Um, So with this game, as we kind of alluded to, we are going to read out some lyrics. Yes. And the goal is for the other person to guess the song based on those lyrics yes uh there is a bonus round the bonus round operates a little bit different we will play a clip and hopefully the person that's listening to the clip will be able to get at least three words out of it and if they do we will count that as a point yep so now with that in mind you want to go first and play one of your first tracks, Mike? I would love to. Okay. Let me allow for you to share your screen. Except I'm going to read the lyrics first. Oh, yes. I'm just getting this prep for after. Oh, look at you. See? Look at you. So I'm, responsible. I'm just preparing. That You're time. ready. You're ready. <laughs> All right. Whenever you are ready, sir, go ahead okay. with your lyrics. I'm going to make this slightly easier than I think it needs to be. Oh, why would you do that? Uh, I'm a caring guy. I'm a caring guy, bud. All right. All All right. right. Ready? Yep. Push just a little too late. Is this what you want? What you need? What you wanted me to be? Always loved me strapped to you. Lock it down and drive me through. I already know it's push for moist. I listened to this album so many times. Oh, my God. Such How a good, good of an album is this album? Oh, it was a great album. Fantastic album. Although my favorite track on the album is actually Machine Punch Through. That's a great song. Great track. But great song. I mean, this as a debut album, come on. Oh my God. Yeah. Here we go. And a cool video. Like such a 90s video too. Oh, hardcore 90s video. So this is where we need to figure out how to get this shit on show. We're still working on that, by the way. We're still folks. working on that. 
I'm gonna figure it out. I'll be with you later. Such a good song. Did you really? I'd forgotten. Kicked out the windshield, water coming in. Fade away, fade away. I'll push just a little too late. This what you want, what you need. This what you wanted me to be. Always love me, strapped to you. Lock it down and drive me through. Oh. So good. So good. Yeah, I love that album. It was uh, one of, because I was a late adopter to CDs. Yep, me too. Um, Ooh, we should talk about that at some point. Oh, we will talk about that maybe next week. I was a late adopter to CDs, so one of the first ones that I bought myself was that album. Love that. Still have it. Uh, bravo. Not that, you know, we'll talk about that next week. Why I still have that CD. Yeah, sure. All right. So my first one, um, let me just make sure that the video is ready because, you know, technical difficulties. Here we go. All right. So uh, my first one, whenever you are ready. Is. Back on the train. I ask. Why did I come again? Can I confess? I've been hanging around your old address. Shit, this sounds so familiar. Ah, fuck. You want me to read it out one more time? Yeah, one more time. Okay. Back on the train. I ask. Why did I come again? Can I confess? I've been hanging around your old address. I don't know. That's a good one. You're going to kick yourself. I am because I know it. It's on the like I've heard it. I'm going to give you an extra second here to because I guarantee. It's not a hip song, is it? Oh, no, it's not a hip song. Okay. I don't know. Okay. Well, just so you are familiar with it, and I'm going to get you to avert your eyes if you don't mind. Yep. It is everything but the girl. This year. That was a huge one back in the day. That, uh, yeah, that was regardless the genre you were into. That was a huge track, dude. That was okay. That's the one thing I can vividly remember. Because for me, like between like ninety two to ninety six, yeah, that was when I was in like grade four to grade eight. Which I I don't know if those are like formative years, but like just more known years, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um. That's when Nirvana was like pumping and Green Day and Bush and Offspring and all of that. But like you would like all that music, but you would still listen to dance music. Oh, for sure. Like Dance Mix 92, Dance Mix 93, fucking classic albums. Oh, for sure. Absolutely fucking classic albums. There's a, uh, there was actually a psychological study uh, done and released a a couple of years ago. and it was talking about, I think it was the ages of 16 to 20 or 16 to 22. And how, because your brain is developing so quickly between those ages, right? Um, there's a reason why in your head, those formative years in particular, when you're listening to music from that 
that period and it yep. brings back such vivid memories and yep. you know and it's like you're almost living right in that memory right and yep. it's because it is so strong and powerful from the brain development um during that time period Got so it. it's it's kind of interesting when you think about it scientifically that way interesting yeah interesting um, you've got another one lined up right i do all right let's hear it another class okay i just i had like this classic canadianity coming out of me today nothing wrong with that okay so again it might be it might be gentle like push by moist okay i don't know we shall see we'll see okay here we go it gets so lonely you know weeks and months alone chasing sleep in space junk and dying stars i've known and loved through true decline i'm shaking my head because i already know it it's one more astronaut i mother earth <laughs> adam cole baby good for you man. it's a great good track scenery and fish another fantastic oh, album that album so do you ever get the like do you ever get the sense of like putting yourself in a certain place when you hear a certain album Oh, for sure. So this album reminds me of grade eight when it came out just as my grade eight class was going on their graduation trip to Quebec City. Yeah. And this, like, I vividly remember going into Quebec City and buying this tape. Oh, God. Quebec yeah. City. And like, it was, this was like the only album my own, my friends listened to. This was it just oh. honestly yeah i totally uh, for me green day Dookie does that so. I mean, I want to hear the chorus. Oh, I know what you mean. And honestly, that's going to get added onto one of my playlists on Spotify now. Anyway, yeah. I, I, I don't even think that's on the podcast playlist, which is a travesty yeah. if it's not. It's a banger. That's got to get banger. added on there. So, um, my next one. Yep. Again, I would consider this a classic track, but and yeah. it's been redone a ton. Um, it's even back on the charts right now with a more, uh, let's say pop slash dance version okay. of the song. Uh, oh. but that doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to know it. So let's see. Okay. Um, we get it on most every night. And when that old moon gets so big and bright, it's a supernatural delight i know it i know it i'll say it again we get, we it, get on it on every night. most every night and when that old moon gets so big and bright it's a supernatural delight fuck i know it it's super frustrating when it's like right there. I know it. Can you point me in, in a direction? Um, what type of direction do you want me to point you into? Genre. Genre? Oh, it's rock. Um, it's, I would say it's a one hit wonder. I don't believe this band had any other big hits. Like, I have the pattern in my head. I'm like, da, 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 da. Uh, not not quite no okay i give up okay i give up all right not a problem this one is from a band called king harvest the original 
Um, and the track I'm going to play for you right now. So give me a second. We like our phone and we never fight. You can't dance and stay uptight. It's supernatural delight. Everybody was dancing in the moonlight. Dancing in the moonlight. Everybody feeling warm and bright. It's such a fine and natural sight. Everybody's dancing in the moonlight. Was that what you were expecting? Not even close. Not even close. Damn it. Good for you, Neil. That was a good one. That's a I, great would, track. I don't even know that's in all honesty, I don't even know that song. Oh, you gotta go back and listen to that. It's a great track. I think I do. And there's been a ton of remakes of it, but okay. um Top Loader probably did one of the more famous remakes yep. of it. But there's okay. a band right out uh, out right now that has a a more poppy dance electronic version of it. Okay. So yeah. Okay. I thought you would have known that one. No. Interesting. So what year was that? Uh top loader I wanna say was 70. Ooh, let me look it up just to make sure. But while oh yeah, here we go. 72. See I hmm. I'm thinking back to my childhood at that point. I bet you if I were to play that song for my pops now, he would definitely know it. But it's not something he would have played in the house. Ah, uh, fair I enough. I did like I or he did, and it just wasn't something that resonated with me. I don't know. But it definitely sounds like when you explain it, it sounds like that era just doesn't sound like something that I would have listened to, which is interesting. Yeah, it's fair. I totally get it. Okay. That's like me with like some old school country. It's yes. what my parents listen to all the time, but I could probably count on one hand how many artists I know from that era. Yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. Exactly. So I this is the bonus round then. Bonus round. So you've got an audio clip for me. I do. Do you Are want you to go ahead? Yeah, I'm about as ready as I can be. I'll avert my eyes. You go ahead and no, bring you're up good. your YouTube clip. Okay, you're good. All right. Okay. I can tell you the song. Okay. This is Sick by Slipknot. All right. And I just, actually, one sec. Let me just make sure. Pretty sure screen sharing, audio. Yep, we're good. Here we go. Are you ready? Yeah, let's hear it. Okay. <laughs> I mean, the, I'm not going to talk about like the here comes the pain part. Yep. Because that was clear. That was I don't clear. think that's fair. Yep. I think the intent was for me to focus on the other the, part of the song. Yes. Yes. I thought I heard the word enemy. You did? Okay. Based on that, I think I heard somewhere in there something that rhymed with it. It might have been the word, the line after, or the one after that. Yeah, yeah. It might have been like "want to be" or something like that. Handle anything. Oh yeah, actually, sorry. So, enemy, you picked up enemy. Yeah. Enemy, show me what you want to be. Okay. I can handle, I can handle you anything, go. even if I can't handle you. 
So was it wannabe or want to be? I think wannabe. Okay. See, that's where I kind of, okay. Yeah. So yeah. Good for you. That one wasn't as bad as some of the other ones you've given me though. Cause slip, this slip, not like Corey Taylor's always been a little bit, you know, He's a little Corey bit more Taylor complex. is one of the greatest rock singers of our generation. Oh, he's like when you listen to him on his own, like singing, say, bother, it's ridiculous. Absolutely. So I'm with you on that one. So his, his lyrics are great. Um, like, or I should say his singing ability. Um, yeah. Yeah, for sure. No, no problem with Slipknot whatsoever. Um, nice. That one's a little bit more clear than some of the other ones. That you've been playing. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've given you a few curveballs. I've given you yeah, a few curveballs. Yeah, there have been. Um, mine is, and if our listener happens to be Nell, she's going to love this. <laughs> mine is a track called Going Down from the Monkees. Okay. You familiar with the monkeys? Yo, very. Okay. Whenever you're ready, I'm going to play this for you. You'll have to look away because it is the lyric video. Let me just share my screen. Here we go. Okay. Did I hear like Carolina wine? No. Nothing about Carolina or wine. That was like right into it. Yeah, that's that's like partway through the song already. Yeah. I I I I feel lost. I, I'm going to do something I've never done in the bonus round before. Okay. I'm going to play it for you again. Okay. Uh, it might not be back to the exact same spot, but give That's me a fine. second. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Can't believe I'm why? Can't believe I'm. Yeah, I, you know what? I'll give you. I can't believe. I can't. Yeah. That's your three right there. Yeah. It's actually the lyrics say, "And now I see the life I led. I slept it all away in bed. I should have learned how to swim instead, and now it's really got me stumped. I can't believe why I really jumped. I like to get my tummy pumped. I can't re- believe they drink, drink this, this stuff in stuff. town. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, that's what he all said in that one little blurb. Yeah, yeah, kudos to the monkeys on that. Like seriously, I'm gonna go back and you can see the lyrics on the screen and watch him. Yeah, or listen to him sing this again. Yeah, let's see. I'm going down. I'm going down. I see the left leg slipping all the way. I made a shuttle on the swimming set, and now I really got myself. I can't believe it. Why I jump a line again? But Tommy Papa can't believe they threw this stuff in town. This dirty brown. I'm going down. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. You wouldn't expect that, right? <laughs> no, not from the monkeys. It's pretty good. Not bad. So not yeah. bad at all. There you go. Good pick, man. Oh love love me some monkeys. <laughs> yeah, you can't go wrong with the little monkeys. Um it is that time of year when evenings are getting longer. Yes. Days are getting shorter. It's they getting are. cooler out. Although we we have had it unseasonably warm here until we had it warm today. Yeah. It, it was like 23 but felt like 28. Yeah, today was actually the first cool day we've had in a while. Like today we only had 15. But like if you look at 2 days ago we were at 24, 25. Um so yeah, we've had it unseasonably warm. But now that the days are starting to get shorter and it is getting darker earlier and all that other stuff yep it might be time to start firing up the old boob tube and watching some extra stuff yep so i figured i'd have a a quick session with you and see if you got any recommendations for anything new yeah i I, a few um 
I've very much enjoyed more than I thought I would the the Leafs documentary on Amazon Prime. Now, I've seen this advertised everywhere, and I know a lot of people are going to be like, oh, fuck, why is it the Leafs? Why can't they do my team? It's get over it. They are one of the highest grossing teams. Yes. And they had a lot of expectations last year and they blew it, which I'm sure Amazon is actually kind of pumped about because it makes it for a much more interesting documentary. So it has been very interesting. It's a very unique behind the scenes. Um, That I have very much enjoyed. And I I mentioned this to you earlier and I don't really know how to like refer more to it, but like I've been watching a ton of independent wrestling. Now, where are you watching this on? So, a mix between Fight TV yep. and YouTube. Now, <laughs> we were talking about Fight TV before because we, we tried were. to do uh, a bit of a live watch of AEW. Yeah. Uh, which is the main competitor for, competitor for WWE. WWE, yeah. Um, and we were talking about Fight, and I think I sent you the link for what some of their packages are. Yeah. And did you look into those packages more? Is that I did. Okay. I did, but it's like the packages aren't the things that are drawing me to it. It's the pay-per-views. Ah, gotcha. It's specifically from a specific promotion, GCW. Gotcha. Okay. Um, and so like for the last three or four months, I've been buying their weekly or bi-weekly pay-per-views for like 13, 14 bucks or whatever. Oh, so, okay. And, and you get everything on demand after. Yeah. So I've been going back and watching a lot of these shows that I got that are three hours long. It's just like, damn, this is really cool wrestling. Like just, I, I, I blame AEW for this. And I know we've talked a little bit about wrestling, but yeah. like, I am, I am that lapsed fan who is now all of a sudden very interested in wrestling again. I'm literally taking 17 year old Mike and putting him into almost 40 year old Mike's body. And it's like, that's how excited I am about wrestling again. Well, and the fact that like I can go on to the TSN app tonight, if I wanted and watch the AEW episode from last night. Yeah. Yeah. Why wouldn't I do that with like not nearly as many commercials? Yeah, exactly. Sign me up. Yeah. So yeah, like I think like I think that um I've also restarted watching Seinfeld again because it's on Netflix. It's now. on Netflix now, yeah, totally. So that's gonna be my new office. Okay. Like, literally, like when I don't have anything that I want to watch, but I want to watch something, I always put the office on. Always. I gotta I gotta segue into something here based on what you just said. Okay, go on. My wife and I do not watch almost any reality TV. But the one... My wife. Yes, thank you. But the one show that we do watch that would fall into that category... Yeah. The Great British Baking Show. Okay. I am not ashamed to admit that whatsoever. It is weird to watch a reality TV show that's a competition where the people are actually nice to each other. Yes. It is like the most British thing you could ever watch. But it's the reason like watching those kids, like the kid cooking shows of like kids, master chef or, or yeah, shit like that. Totally. The kids are all like so nice. And so like cheering on for each other and all that's like, yes. Like why can't adults be like that? That's what they can't the adult version of the show be like the kids. And that's what this is, except they have British accents and bad teeth. So the only reason I mentioned that is because that is on CBC Gem. I need to dive more into Gem. Gem's got some great stuff on there, and they have their unpaid one where you get the odd commercial, but it's free. That's fine. And they have their paid version where you get no commercials. And for some of the shows, you get earlier access to things and stuff like that. Right. Yeah. Uh, It's five bucks a month. Nothing. Yeah. Now, we had to do the free trial to access the last two episodes of Great British Baking Show. Yeah. But I noticed something that was scrolling at the top of CBC Gem 
They have the British version of The Office. Oh, do they? They do. And if you started watching that instead of the American one, I don't, but I think I'm going to have to. Uh oh. Because I'm a very big fan of Ricky Gervais. Okay. I really, I really do appreciate I, his I, comedy. I, we've given you a bunch of shit for never seeing The Office. Yes. But if I was going to watch one, if I'm going to, if you're going to watch The Office, you're going to watch the, you're going to watch the original. I'm going to watch the original Go first. For yeah, um, I'm a much bigger fan. Not to say anything bad about like the, the folks on the American one. I sure. think they're all fantastic. But if I'm going to like one, it'll probably be the British one first. And if that's going to be yeah. my gateway into the American one, so be it. I can see it being your type of humor. But the British one is on CBC Gen. So with the winter coming up, that's probably going to be what I'll end up doing partway through the evenings. Nice. I so, like it, man. So that's I like that. Um, I do have a recommendation, though. Let's hear it. Squid Game. Okay, I've been hearing about this forever. Oh, my God. <laughs> you need to watch this shit. Okay. Think Hunger Games, but it's a grown-up version. So more sadistic, more blood. <laughs> And a shit ton more people. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You got to watch okay. this shit. Okay. It is so good. It's, uh, it's English dubbed with no subtitles. Not everyone is, is, you know, is a fan of that, but I like to put it out there just in case, you know, I I'm don't want that. anyone to be surprised. No, I'm it's totally not a big deal. But it's so well done. Okay. And I seriously hope there's going to be a season two. They totally left it for that as a possibility. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I've heard that there is also a Tiger King 2 coming soon. Oh, God. Yeah. Do you? So one of the things that I, that will be synonymous with the pandemic. Yeah. Is Tiger King. Because that literally came out when everyone was getting locked down. And so what's everyone doing at home when they can't go out and do anything? They're fucking binge watching everything. What are they going to binge watch? Fucking Tiger King. Like, <laughs> and everyone had the Zoom backgrounds of like Tiger King and like, oh, God, all that yeah. shit. Wow. Tiger King 2 is coming soon. How is there going to be a 2? <laughs> I, there's, apparently there's more. Oh. I find that very hard to believe, but we'll wait and see. I don't. <laughs> I do not whatsoever. Uh, I think we'll have a lot of shit going on, and I'm all in on it, man. I'm oh all god, in. so bad, so good. <laughs> you shut your mouth. No, but it's one of those ones where it's so bad, it's good. Yeah, that yes, that's my very thing. Very um, good. The other ones I was thinking about recommending. Um, Turner and Hooch on Disney Plus. Yeah, you mentioned that. I one mentioned that before. one before, but yep. the season finale just came out. So if you're going to binge it now, the entire first season's there. Okay. So that's a pretty good time to do it. Okay. Uh, the fourth season of Yellowstone is going to be coming up soon. Now, Jono's talked about this on TNT before, uh, but if you haven't watched uh, Yellowstone before, you really should. It is really well done. I'm not usually a fan of, say, that theme of a show where it's about, you know, like ranching and all that other type of thing. Yeah. But that is so well done. Totally worth it. Yeah. So watch that. Yeah. Um, obviously, for me, you can never go wrong with some of the Marvel movies. So I would say watch some of the Marvel series on Disney Plus, too, if you have them. Yeah. And then there's... Well, I'm sure you had some stuff on the YouTubes you were watching. I yeah, like I'm I have a weird YouTube has become weird for me because it's almost become one of my primary destinations for watching stuff now. Okay. Which I always like 
when I look at my nephews and even if I look at Carrie, like they haven't grown up with traditional cable like we did, where or even not like non-traditional cable where like you were lucky if you had two channels. Yeah. And you could see them clearly. Um and so like this idea of like having everything in your hands, but like I've been watching YouTube more and more as like like when I go to bed, instead of like turning the TV on and like streaming something, it's just like gonna go on YouTube. I'm gonna watch people fix Xboxes, people fix iPhones, um scam baiters on like scam phone callers. Like yeah. I watch a lot of that shit. I'm not watching stuff on Netflix. I'm not watching stuff on Prime other than the Leafs documentary. I'm not watching TV traditionally as much as I used to. One question, and then we should probably wrap up the show because the comments you were just making kind of sparked a bit of curiosity. Sure. Do you have a TV in the bedroom? Yes. Okay. We do not. Okay. I was just curious. That's all. Yeah. My, my, ours was a conscious decision because I know if there's a TV in the bedroom, I am damn well going to watch it. In most scenarios, we don't actually watch it. Like, okay. If, like, if we ever do watch it, it's yeah. like seven o'clock at night, if like Carrie's chilling in her room and like, Kim and I are just like, let's just go lay down and watch a movie in our in like in our room versus sit on the couch. Fair enough. It'll be like that, but like we're not falling asleep to it. No. No, like, my Kim, thing would Kim will watch Kim would rather watch TikTok or something like that on her phone. And I would rather scroll through Reddit and like yeah. just watch or look at random shit from there versus have something on the TV and fall asleep to that. Yeah, between between Reddit and between a game that I do on my phone and uh, Twitter, uh, it's usually my my go to on on the phone. But I know I've I've also done, and I do this. I was I do this actually a little bit more during the day. Um, I've been able to have a couple of naps during the day the, mm. last, the last few days, and when I do that, I put a meditation podcast on where the meditation's like 10 or 12 minutes long. And it's like really easy going, like nothing crazy, but like just being able to lie there and just like hear someone kind of walking you through, like, are you anxious? Like here, take your anxiety and do this with it and like project it like this. Like it's, it's really helpful. And it's a really nice thing in the middle of the day to like just kind of rebalance yourself a bit. I actually just started trying out a new app on the iPhone called Balance. Yes, I've heard of it. Now, Balance right now is offering a free one-year trial. Full access. After that year, I think it's like a $93 annual charge. Yeah. And you can choose right now. Like, I'm trying. I haven't done that trial yet, but I'm just trying the free version of the app. Yep. uh, For anxiety. And they have um, a few options on there without going into the free trial. Um, and even with that one, you can choose a three, five, or 10 minute option. So, and it's pretty good. Yeah. So I, I'm very tempted to, to try out that balance app. I think I might have to do the one year free trial. Yeah. So, like I just, I listened to this podcast. I think it's called Meditation Minis. Yeah. And they're literally like seven to 10, seven to 12 minute, just like breathing exercises and just yeah. changing, not changing, but like, yeah, changing your thought process a little bit, like, and not ignoring things. But yeah, it's, I'd never, uh, listen, man, I never thought a guy like me would ever <laughs> like be interested in doing that. But yeah. it has, it's, it's such a good little break in the day, especially like when I'm on the phone back to back to back to back to back, to be able to take 15, 20, 30 minutes, like turn the lights off in my office, set up my futon behind me, put this little podcast on and just like completely reset my mindset. And it's awesome. Yeah. Like the fact, like I have mine scheduled now for the last couple of days to do it at the beginning of my lunch break. Nice. And I have my alarm on as well, just in case, because I actually find this app is 
like it does such a good job of getting you relaxed. Yep. With your breathing and making you focus and stuff like that, that I have yep. started to nod off. It is weird that's that I've gone from like so stressed to like that low. That's a, like, that's pretty impressive, man. I did not think it would work that well that quickly, but anyway, <laughs> balance app, check it out. I'll definitely have to check so, that out. On that, we should probably wrap this up. We should. Make sure you check out podcasts on all the social media places that you think we should be. Obviously, we're not going to be on TikTok or Snapchat because we're two middle-aged white guys. Um, <laughs> that's just how it is. Unless Mike's got a burner account, I don't know. No, no I'm not even on Facebook, so. Yeah, seriously thinking about deleting mine. Anyway, <laughs> that's a conversation for another day. Mm-hmm. Um so make sure you check us out there. You can also go to podcast.com, listen to the podcast playlist, drop us a line if you want to take part in this month's uh, Wax and Poetic, the podcast listening club. Make sure you do check that out. This month's selection is Never Ending White Lights. We just talked about that on our social media outlets as well. So make sure you yep. check that out. And that's it for this episode. Any parting words, Mike? No, I've a... Uh... Uh, take this week it's it's thanksgiving weekend take this weekend to reflect on the things that you're thankful for don't think about the shitty things don't think about things that you can't control just find those one or two things that you're that you're thankful for mike wants you to protect your giblets protect your giblets see you later folks later